Hey, fabulous people. It's the fabulous Joyce Kirch, the founder of The Fat Factor. Many women are making the choice to let their old selves die, not to quit on themselves, but to create space to step into their new fab you next level. In order to begin showing up in every area of their lives, in order to find the woman you wish to become, a choice needs to be made. Ready to say yes to your soul and become the next level new fab you now? It's going to take some inner determination and strength. But let me tell you and allow me to be crystal clear. It takes a lot of courage to release the old and step into your next level fabulousness of truth. When you can get real about who you are and say unapologetically, here is who I am. I think this way, I feel this way, I vibrate this way, and I live on this sort of frequency, and I show up this way. Do you see the shift here? Do you live the shift here? It's critical to do so if you're truly committed to having it all a life fully by design and on your terms. In order to shift the old, become the real you, and finally break the pattern once and for all. Why? Well, simply, there are still too few women who are giving themselves unapologetic permission to have a seat at the I want it all table. And there are fewer women who truly own and command their space. You make choices out of guilt or shame or blame. You compromise, you settle, you sacrifice, you continue to sabotage or destroy this affects everything. Is it any wonder that you don't really let yourself dream that dream anymore? Never mind, act on it. I think this must change and it must change now. So what new fab you is all about is letting go of the old, the distorted, the shadow you, who you thought you had to be. New fab you is simply that the old you must die to make room for the new fab you. So let me ask you if you have had enough of just playing and you're ready to actually play life the way you know it's meant to be for you. Make the decision to say 
goodbye to the old. It's time to stop trying to create a new you around the same old people. Stop trying to create a new you around the same old thinking. Stop trying to create a new you around the same old habits and stop trying to create a new you around the same old departure place. You just gotta say yes to be who you're really meant to be, then say yes, yes to you, yes to your soul. You got what it takes. Well, trust me when I say, it takes courage. It takes an immense amount of courage to be the real you. So enough, enough with hiding your light, enough with being less than, enough with trying to fit in, do it right, be professional. Enough with saying you're different, but not showing it. Enough with being scared to sell yourself, your services. It's time to give yourself unapologetic permission to be you. Well, today joining me on the new Fab You Show, is my fabulous guest, Danielle Gibson Grant. I am so excited to have her on the show. Let's bring her on. Hello. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Fabulous Doris Birch, yes. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? <laughs> fabulous, of course. Fabulous, of course. Okay, I'm so glad you're on the show. I'm like, you're my first official guest for 2019, so this is exciting. <laughs> <laughs> and so we talk, we talk about stepping into that new fab you version. But in order to do so, you really do have to let the old version of you die. And so tell, talk about how that's been for you. I mean, you've transitioned yourself at some point to step into being a love relationship coach. And so what had to die? What about you had to die? What things did you have to have the courage to start doing to step into this version of Danielle that now is showing up in the world? That is a great question. And I'm going to be really honest. It's an ongoing process, right? Um, even today, 2019, I am still making decisions and choices to be my best and most fabulous next level me. And so it's constant, really keeping the vision of who I desire to be. And making that choice every single day. And as you said, letting the old you die. It's a process. Um, it doesn't just happen overnight just because you say one day, oh, yeah, now I'm going to step into my most fabulous version of myself. 
It's an ongoing process. And I, I think you made a great commentary early um, at the beginning of the, the program in saying that it takes courage, right? Because when you fully realize who you're meant to be, you understand that not everyone who's currently in your life, they're going to understand that. They're going to get that. And so you have to be able to make that decision and be strong enough to say, you know, no matter what, I might have to let some relationships go, some people in my life go, some things need to be put aside so that I can be the full essence of who I'm called and meant to be. So it's an ongoing process. Um, I know for me and my story, moving and transitioning into uh, being a love and relationship coach, my heart had always been full um, in terms of love. I mean, I'm kind of a lover and I've always <laughs> adored those sorts of things, but really getting to the point where I'm like, no, 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 I am an expert in this area. And these are the lessons that I've learned over the years. As you said, it took some courage to really step up to that. Um, and it's a decision and an ongoing choice that I'm so proud that I make every single day. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's challenges around that. Absolutely. Absolutely. But you know, here's what I love that's so powerful because I think women need to understand when we make decisions to step into what we're being called to do in the beginning and even for a while on the journey, there's no evidence. There's no mm -hmm evidence that you really are this person other than you saying it and that's how you become it you right. start declaring out into the world this is who you are and then as you stay on the journey because like you said it is not overnight by any means it is not overnight and it is a continuous process as you can stay on the journey you do have to keep letting the old versions of you die because that version of you i don't know about you but i know for me she comes back daily trying to, you know, like, okay, really? Right, right. You know, you're really a corporate girl. What you trying to do? <laughs> you know, doing this thing and creating this business and impacting these women. And sometimes for me, it has not been, you know, literally, if it wasn't for me having this vision planted in my soul of who mm -hmm. I'm here to be, I, there are days that you just want to stay in bed. Yep. Yep. I think you make a valid point in terms of there is a, a period of time where you don't see things perhaps externally that are occurring in terms of you being your, your best and most highest version of yourself. And, and here's the thing, when you reach one level, there's another level and another level and another level, but you start to feel internally, you can feel within your soul within your heart, the shifts, and then outward circumstances begin to change. And oftentimes in your favor, moving you to exactly where you're meant to be. And then that's when you're like, ah, I see it occurring. Ah, different people, situations come into your life and you're just like, how did this happen? And then you realize, oh my gosh, I'm here, right? And it feels yeah. good. And now I'm just ready to go to the next level and the next level and the next level. And so it's a beautiful journey. And I think for me, that's, that's one of the things I've, I've appreciated and learned the most because I've always been so driven, like, okay, here's the target, meet the target, boom. And I think that's often true when you come from a corporate type of background, right? <laughs> but what I've done is learn to appreciate the journey and the process. 
And that's not always easy because you have some days, as you said, where you're just like, this vision of what I have and desire for my life seems so big. Like, how is it going to happen? And some days you just want to be like, ah, you know, and just stay in bed. But you know, when you know that you know that you know that you've been called for something bigger and greater than just yourself and that you have a message to expand to society, to women, to men, then you realize it's not about you. And so you have to hold that space to, to step into that greatness and be okay with it, despite the, the negative comments, despite the people saying, well, who are you? Despite you thinking sometimes, well, who am I to do this? You know, and I think <laughs> as women, we struggle with that so much. And I'm like, where does that come from? The whole who am I syndrome, you know, the imposter syndrome. We are divine greatness because we are created in God's image. And so Woo! you're absolutely right. It, it's, it's, it's amazing. But the journey and being comfortable in that, I think, is where the, the biggest and deepest lessons lie. So. Girl, yeah, you touched on some really great points. I mean, it's really that what you just said is the reason I have been called to do the work that I do is simply for this whole thing of reminding women, taking them back the remembrance of who they really were created to be and this whole, I am enough and I am worthy and I do deserve and I can have, I can have it all. Whatever that have it all is for each woman, it looks differently. And Absolutely. that's what I, sometimes women get really frustrated with me sometimes, I think, because they're like, you're talking about have it all. Well, what, why, where does it say we can't? And actually, if you understand who we really been created to be, it has, it has been biblically ordained and spiritually implanted on our DNA to abundantly have more and more and more. So this, this attitude of less than and, mm -hmm. and, and it's just like unnecessary right. with women, but they, mm -hmm. you know, I, and I don't know about you. I'm, I admit, I am not the girl who can understand women. I saw a post on Facebook and a woman was like, Oh, she used to feel so guilty um, for getting her nails done. And I honestly, be, I, I can't relate to that. Um, but that's an epidemic that I see around a lot of women. And so you're in the love relationship game. Mm -hmm. And I think that has to be intriguing because to me, women don't get to, they don't know they have permission to identify the type of love relationship they really believe they really can have and deserve. So they settle. So what, uh -huh. what do you think? Oh my gosh. I see that on so many different levels. I see that with the beautiful single woman who's never been married, doesn't have kids, you know, has reached a particular point in age in her life. And now she's thinking, oh my gosh, I'm too old. You know, the love I really want is it even out there? They, she's been burned by bad relationships so much that she doesn't even have that belief, that greatness, that a beautiful, good man who is a king is out there. So I see it on that level. I see it with, you know, single women who are divorcees and they have children. And now it's like the whole life revolves around the, that, that child or children and they don't give themselves permission to say, you know, at this point in my life, it is okay for me to desire something beyond or besides, you know, my, my children. And absolutely, your children are number one, but they should never be 
at the place where you put more effort into them than you put into yourself. And I see that a lot. And I'm just, to your point, sometimes I just want to shake women like, wake, wake <laughs> up, you know? Um, the whole premise of, you know, I feel guilty for giving yourself a manicure or going to the spa or, you know, taking that time out and the finances out to love on you. That's where it begins. I can't express enough to the ladies that I serve that you can't give love to someone else until you've given it to yourself. And Woo. that means giving yourself permission to be okay with, you know what? Every Friday evening, I like to spend two hours, just a long time taking a bubble bath. Whatever it is for you, and for every woman, it's different. But identifying what's core and feeds your soul and gives you energy and life, that's what you need to give yourself on a consistent basis. And stop making the excuses of, you know, my job needs me, you know, my family needs me, somebody needs me. You have <laughs> to sometimes draw the line and say, I need to give to myself and make you priority number one. Yeah, you know, here's my thing. I think women, um, even as moms and stuff that, you know, they use, they make their children number one, but really you are number one. You are number Absolutely. one. I think women need to remember they are always number one. If they're a mom, if they're a wife or, or whatever, it never, just because you take on these new roles, you need to remember you're always number one. You know, because if you don't take care of yourself and understand, you know, the things that you desire. And I think um, I well, I know my own story goes back to, uh, uh, you know, just my own awakening of being um, in a, a, a fog or a self-induced coma at some point of my life. I have this crazy ass story. <laughs> <laughs> And it was that whole awakening to remember mm -hmm. um, that I had forgot my dreams. And so, yeah. you know, we talk a lot about our tagline here is don't be invisible, be fabulous. Mm -hmm. And I was sharing, I just hosted my Chase Your Dreams and High Heels, of course, um, brunch and combo. And I was talking about telling the women, you know, the first person to understand what that means is that women have to stop being invisible to themselves first. Yes. And that is huge where women are literally invisible to themselves. And I, as hard as it is for me to ever admit that, but when your own journey, you have to get down and deep and dirty about your own stuff was to admit for a time I became invisible to myself. Absolutely. I, I yeah. think that that is a beautiful point because I think there's an epidemic where as women, we are so invisible because you're starting to feed into what society tells you, you should do, be, have, live. I, um, for me and my journey, it had gotten to the point where, you know, I was on the corporate track doing that whole thing. Um, I knew, I always knew in my heart, I desired to be married. I desired to have a family, but I think it had gotten to a point where you know, now I'm doing the corporate thing, you know, climbing that elusive ladder, all those sorts of things, you know, chasing the money, <laughs> all those kind of uh, ideas and such that on some level I did become invisible to 
who I truly was in terms of my heart goal, my soul goal, what I've always wanted for my life, which has always been more creative and incorporating beauty and, you know, the, the senses and all those pieces. And so eventually I got married, um, but then again, got invisible and was kind of following the, you should do this, that, and the other. So for me and my husband, we tried for eight years to have a child and it didn't happen. And so I realized during those first eight years of our marriage, in a lot of ways, I became invisible because all I was focused on was I need to give my husband a child. I need to, you know, make my body work so that I could conceive a, a baby. And when it didn't happen for me, that was the awakening point for my life. Like, okay, who am I? Who am I? I'm more than just a wife. I'm more than just a daughter. Who am I? And now, you know, in, in the traditional sense of being a mother, that's not going to happen for me. So who am I? And so I went on this journey truly of self-discovery and, and getting down to the bare bones of, you know, who was I born and created to be? What has been in my heart? And that's how in part the whole moving into love coaching, relationship coaching came about because I knew for me that God had called me to do something different not necessarily better, but different in, in a greater way than perhaps how I envisioned my life. And so I think it's really easy for women in particular to become invisible, to become invisible and, and just live our life the way we've been told we should live our lives. And that's got to stop. That has got to stop. That does have to stop. It is like, who made these, these ridiculous, where did right. the rules come from? It's some un- Right. <laughs> unconscious rule that has just been passed down <clears throat> excuse me from society from somewhere i don't even know where and that <clears throat> we have to do a b c d mm -hmm. and if you're not doing a b c d and then sometimes i think it is such a discovery i love what you were saying when you realize that you know oh my gosh this is not happening mm -hmm. who am i now you know now I get to go on this new journey of me mm -hmm. and figure out where I fall in, which then opens up to the love and relationship track um, to help other women and men too, probably um, have something more where their desires. Cause I know when I start talking about women having their desires, they, they look like deers with, or, you know, in headlights, like, right. what do you mean desires? And mm -hmm. it was like, can I really have, they don't even know what they want. Right. And I think what I, I want to share as well as during that journey of, of self-discovery and understanding that I had become invisible because now I'm living based off of some rule as to, you know, how I'm supposed to be as a married woman, um, I was beating myself up significantly, mentally, I'm not good enough because I can't do this. And that has got to stop. That Ooh. is ridiculous. That is wrong on so many levels. And, but in the midst of the pain of the situation, I didn't see any of that. And so, you know, on the one hand, one may see and think, oh my gosh, you know, you weren't able to have a child and you suffered from infertility and, you know, that's a bad thing or, or whatever. 
it, it allowed me to take a step back and really look at my life. And as you said, tap into, Danielle, what are your heart's goals and desires? Which I hadn't done in so long. And oh. then I realized during that process and journey, okay, I like this, I like that, I want to do this and that. And I finally felt after eight years of struggle and depression, I was finally getting back to the real me. And now I'm at that level where it's like, okay, let's go to the next version of you. Let's go to the next version of you. So I think what I want to share it for any woman who's watching this is to understand when you are in a situation that may appear adverse negative, be very aware of what you're thinking and how you're speaking to yourself, how you're thinking about that yourself, because that could be the make or break. I mean, for me, it had gotten to the point where I literally wanted to kill myself. And that's a bad mental state to be in. Wow. And thank God, because um, he saved me and I, I was able to have a moment of clarity and, and say to myself, no, 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 no. This is not truly me. This is the negative thoughts and the weight and the fear and the depression that had weighed so heavily on me for multiple years. And I had a moment of clarity and was able to seek help. And so I guess that's really what I want to encourage your ladies that if you're in that type of situation, seek help. There are so many people who are out there to love you and to support in you. I'm in a beautiful place in my life where I have great, amazing women who lift me up, who support me, and who truly love me for me. The full essence and the bigness and fabulousness of me, they accept, they love, they appreciate. And I'm, I'm just really thankful for that. So, Well, you know, I think the work that you are doing is amazing. I know only really if more women would understand they really do deserve to have what they want. And I was going to even mention when you were talking, um, you know, when, when we get to our awakening place and we remember who it is we mm -hmm. desire to be when we were young girls or teenagers, yes. here's the deal. I don't know. I, and I, I'm there, there might have been a few people, women or girls that their only vision was to be a wife and a mom. But I know that was never in my vision and stuff, you know, I had other visions. And so that's why I know when we're growing up, we have these things that are pulling at us for us to step into. And when we forget that and we don't remember who we really are, and then we head into this other rule-based living and we deny our truth of us as women, um, that's when it becomes such detrimentalness for women as they get older. And then when they get to a point of, of a place where their children are gone, if they're, if they are moms or they're, they've been married for a number of years and something shifts and they don't know what to do. I remember back when I published the first uh, anthology book, a woman reached out to me. She bought the book. She was older, like in her late sixties or maybe early seventies or something like that. Late sixties, early seventies, late sixties, early seventies. Let's be, let's get this age range. She reached out to me. She loved the book. She loved the story. And she shared with me what she wanted to do. And she said to me, which was heartbreaking that she can't do it. And when I asked her why she's not stepping into it, she said the most, 
profound thing that, but I've heard it from several women before uh, over the course of my this, this, of my business in the last eight and a half years. Um, she said, my husband won't let me. Mm. Mm. I was like, <laughs> yeah. so, I don't understand. What do you mean? He was her high school sweetheart. So I was a, a late 60, 70, been together for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. And I was like, well, you know, basically, when are you going to decide that you, this desire you have to do is going to be really important to you that you will do it? Or are you just going to die with that in you? And she was just like, she couldn't even answer that. And I go, how many people are living today wanting to do something, have desires of their heart, and they're they won't let themselves, they come up with this story. I don't know if it's true if he won't let her or not. I don't know. Um, but it's a story she's telling herself. And, and they make up these stories, I think, because they're scared or they're fearful to, mm-hmm. to go try something. So they stay in their little box. Yeah, that is so disappointing. And as you said, just terribly sad. What I know to be true, specific to relationships is that when you have a husband, partner, whomever in your life, love always says yes. So this whole concept of my husband won't let me do it, what's really going on there, you know? Um, My husband has always been completely supportive to anything and everything that I desire to do. And I'm the same with him because we know that as individuals, when we do things to fill ourselves up, that just makes our relationship stronger. And so you're right. Sadly, um, people, women come up with a lot of excuses because they're afraid to face the reality of the truth. And here's the thing, doing the work and doing the work oftentimes is more here than any place else. And it's not easy. If it was that easy, I guess everybody would be doing it right. It's again, making a choice and a decision every day despite what you feel, despite what you see, saying I am here and called for whatever it is, bigger purpose, and making that decision to fight through, to face the fear, punch it in the face, and keep it moving every single day. And that takes courage, as you said at the top of the hour. It takes guts to do it. So, yeah. That does take courage. And it is, like you said, it's every day, you know, People misconstrue sometimes um, what this whole fabulous thing is all about with me. Um, but I, I wanted to post, you know, to have a fabulous life, you have the fabulous day. And that means setting your intentions that day for what you want your day to be like and tapping into, you know, journaling, meditating, whatever you need to do to equip yourself. Because every day we do have to refuel ourselves and we do have to state what we desire Otherwise, how's it going to happen? Right, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. You have to keep the vision before your eyes and in your heart every single day and, and keep moving towards that. You're absolutely right. And as you said, there's going to be days when people are going to work your nerves. And so being able to have that intention that, you know, today's a good day. Today's a fabulous day. I am sending love to those who, you know, work you <laughs> it, it takes I, know, it I know I know is this is why you love the journey this is why you know I'm sure you feel the same way I know I do 
that I am so grateful that I got off the path of the corporate lane. It served when it needed to serve, but I am so grateful because I know I would not have become this version of me yeah. had I stayed. Um, and I'm grateful I got off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it has not been easy, trust me, but even the, even the most craziest, the hardest times, I'm still grateful. I'm like, because what every day I have to wake up and decide who I'm going to be this day and, and tap more in fully into her and what I'm going to do to impact more women's lives. Versus I can remember what my days were like when I woke up, when I worked corporate world. Mm-hmm. I can still remember. It was sad. <laughs> I look good, but it was sad. <laughs> well, isn't that true with so many people on the exterior, the outside? They look good, but they're dying on the inside. Dying on the inside, literally walking in, having to put this mask on and this persona to make it to make it through the day. Yeah. And, you know, that has, you know, that has to end. So that's why we do what we do. So anyway, Danielle, it has been fabulous having you on the new Fabulous show. So, so what's the next level? What's the next thing you're tapping into for this year? I am tapping into my Paris love retreat. I'm so excited about it. So working on finalizing the details with that, Um, It will be a beautiful experience for an intimate group of women where it's truly about, in part, a self journey to love um, and to loving yourself more fully so that you are able to be so filled up that you have the capacity to allow love in. So it's primarily um, for single women who desire to move into that next level, that next stage of her life. Because she wants a king. She wants a partner. Um, But in order for you to get there, you got to work on all of this first, right? Mm -hmm. And as I said, it's more internal. It's more the heart work. And giving yourself the permission to say, I am worth it. I am worthy of this. And it's going to be a beautiful experience. And I mean, Paris, in my opinion anyway, is like one of the most fabulous cities And it's truly the place where you can fully discover the essence of the real you. And so that's what I'm working on. Yeah. (laughs) Do you know when it's going to, when you're going to go? Do you have that mapped out? Um, What part of the year? It will be in June of this year. So working out the details and, and all of that. But if any ladies who are watching this are interested or you know someone who possibly could be interested, feel free to reach out. And I'm certainly happy to give you more information on that. So well, that's going to be a fabulous. It's going to be life changing. Yes, yes. I, I, yes, yes, yes. Well, yeah, okay. Know. <laughs> I know. I know. Okay. Well, oh my gosh, girl, this has been, we could talk forever. We could. I love this. I love what you're doing. I am so in support of you. I just think everything that you are working towards and the women you work with and how you support them and the books and all that, I am just in awe of you. So thank you for having the courage to say yes to you and to step up and be the most fabulous version of you. So thank you, Doris. Well, you're welcome. You're welcome. (laughs) Okay, everybody, this is a wrap of today's new Fab You Show. Remember, don't be invisible, be fabulous. See you next week. Bye. Bye.